Welcome to the Peer Purpose Podcast, where we teach you how to simplify your life and you learn how to conquer one hard thing at a time on your journey into the destiny set aside for you. Feelings, are they good? Are they bad? Should we pay attention to them? Should we ignore them? We're going to cover that in a little bit more in today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the last episode. We're going to jump right into this thing. Feelings. We're going to talk about feelings today and why they shouldn't lead you. I already know what you're thinking. Bobby, what are you talking about? Hold on. My feelings are real. Yes, they are. But I'm going to tell you that feelings should not lead you. When I was a sophomore in high school, I got intoxicated for the first time. And that feeling that I felt, I don't know for many years if I felt a feeling like that. Honestly, it was amazing. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. I'm not going to downplay it. It was amazing. I'd never felt that good before in my entire life. But here was the problem. For the next 15 years, I'd be chasing that feeling never to get it again. And in the midst of that, I destroyed my life. What I did was, is I entered into something called self-betrayal. And what happens in self-betrayal is, and I mentioned a little bit about this in the last podcast episode, is that when you know the choices that you're making aren't the right ones, when you're going against what your natural state is telling you, because your natural state is joy. Your natural state is feeling good, clear-headed, Your natural state isn't restlessness. Your natural state isn't being sad. That's not our natural state. We weren't wired to stay in those states. That's why depression comes. That's why anxiety comes, different things like that. But looking back on it, that feeling, what I was doing is I was was betraying myself. And I didn't know it then, but I was denying my natural state. And I created depression. Again, it's the pathways in the brain. You're creating brain damage for yourself. This is all out there. You can go fact check this. I'm not a doctor. I don't have PhDs or licenses, anything like that. I'm not trying to diagnose anyone, but I'm telling you what happened to me. Brain damage. That's what happens. And you deny your natural state and you self betray yourself. So when you're chasing a feeling, I was chasing that feeling. Oh, here comes that feeling. Here comes that feeling. I need it. I need it. I need it. I never got it again. It never went back there. And so I created something for myself that would shape how I lived for many years, probably 15 years to be exact. And so we have to get to a place where we understand that I have feelings. They're not good. They're not bad. They just are. And we validate it. I validate your feelings right now. Your feelings are real. If you get hurt, they're real. If you're sad, they're real. If you're happy, it's real. I love that for you if you're happy, if you're joyful. They're real. I'm not saying they aren't, but they shouldn't lead you. Back to the survey that I talked about in last episode. We give out surveys to see the kids' progress in this program that we're doing out here in Colorado. And another question that we ask is, are you doing better emotionally either like now than you were a few months ago or the beginning of the school year, whatever it may be, And recently I had a conversation, I was 
in a group setting and the kids at one of my schools were filling out my survey and they said, what if I don't feel better? And actually it led me to a talking point because I go, this is a perfect teaching moment. And so I said, okay, take me deeper in that. Why do you feel you're not doing better emotionally now than you were two months ago? She goes, I'm just not. I said, okay, I get that. Let's valid. I validate that. But here's what the conclusion came to. The conclusion came to the simple fact we think our emotional stability should look like something. There's a finish line to it. And I'm here to tell you that that actually isn't true. The goal is this. And I might have said this in the first season. I can't remember exactly. But the goal is to make your low places higher and not stay as long. That's the main goal. That's what we want to be able to do. Make your low places higher and not stay as long. So let's say something happens, you go into a funk. Maybe your normal funk is, I'm going to keep it a little realistic here, maybe your normal funk is two weeks, okay? You're in a funk or a week or whatever you want to say. The goal is as you continue to grow, as you continue to understand that your feelings aren't your leader, they're real, you need to pay attention to them, but they shouldn't be your red nose to lead you, right, like Rudolph. It shouldn't be your red nose. That was funny. <laughs> I just came, that just came to me. So throw it in there. They shouldn't be your red nose. They shouldn't be your illuminated path because your feelings lie to you. They will lie to you all day long. But the goal is this. As you continue to grow, maybe your funks only last a week instead of two weeks. And then as you continue to grow more, maybe your funk only lasts three days and then down to like one day. And then maybe it's down to like it lasts for five minutes or an hour instead of it affects your whole week. One of the questions that I ask a lot of the kids that I work with, I said, how many of you, you can wake up in an amazing mood, you're ready to go for the day, you're ready to tackle it, you're ready to do every task, you're even going to, you know, Pay attention to class and do all these things. And then you get to school and one person says something to you and it ruins your whole day. 95% of the room always raises their hand, which is crazy to me because I'm like, my goodness, how much control do we let other people have over us? But that's what can happen when we don't know who we are. We let other people control our moods. And so what I want to implore today to you is that your feelings are actually lying to you to say, you know what, they said this to you, now this is how you feel, so now you gotta, now you got to be upset, okay? The goal is to understand that your feelings, may, you may feel sad in the moment, but here's the number one rule. Your feelings will never determine your circumstances. Let me say that again. Your feelings will never determine your circumstances unless you let them. Then you can make decisions impulsively led by your feelings that will actually take you into a place that you do not want to go. I tell kids all the time, man, there's days where I wake up. I mean, actually, a girl just shared a story the other day. We... 
there's an aspect of my program where I have leaders that can lead small group discussions and it's the kids that have really embraced this program and it's really awesome and I'm just so proud of these kids. I just if you're listening and you're one of the kids in my group or in my school, I just want to tell you, not even in my group, just in my schools, I'm so proud of you all. I love you guys so much. It has been a joy to my heart to watch you all grow. And whether you think you're growing or not, I promise you, I see you growing. I see you growing leaps and bounds. So keep it up. Let me encourage you. You guys are doing great. Show yourself some grace. Don't be as hard on yourself. Continue listening to what we're, what I'm teaching you, and we're going to get there. But I'm really just proud of you. I just want you to know that. So what I want to tell you is, and so there's an aspect of this, is, the, is that we have leaders. So what the leaders do is they can um, help lead small group discussions, different things like that. Well, what one of the things we started doing, and we've been trying to do this for a while, but we just now lined up, but just this last week, actually, um, we brought one of the school's peer leaders, a few of them, to another school. And it was funny because the peer leaders were sitting down from both schools and they were kind of asking each other questions and, you know, what works for you at your school? And I just, I loved it. I kind of just stayed out of it and I sat back and I just, I loved the dialogue that was going on. And so one of the things that one of the peer leaders said is like, you know, they were just kind of, you know, they ended up talking about me and what this has done for them and how, you know, me holding them to a standard has been actually a good thing for their life. And so that's been good to hear. And there was just some stories that I heard that day. I was like, man, I didn't even know that that's all the information that they retained. But she said something. She's right about this. And I didn't, I actually forgot about it. But she said, I remember even just one day Bobby came in. And I'll be honest, he was a little late. He was a mess. And I was. I was late that day because the first two days of my week, I'm driving an hour and like 20 minutes. And then the next day, I'm driving two hours. Um, and so that's one way. And so it's about, you know, three hours or so on Monday and four hours or so on Tuesday, different things like that. And so I was late that day, a little bit, not too much late, but I was late. And she was like, you know, he was late. And even their counselor had to go get him some breakfast and cause she did and she offered and she's awesome and shout out her. She's, she's super amazing. Megan Schumacher, you're amazing. Uh, you are such a light to, to that school and, so just keep keep going, girl. But anyways, she's like, he forgot his wallet, which I did forget my wallet at home. And so it was just a rough day. She goes, but one thing I'll never forget. She goes, is Bobby came in with a smile on his face, loving us all so well, in other words, as she put it. And so that really stuck out to them. And I was like, wow. It almost made me emotional because I was like, wow, I didn't even know. But my circumstance would have told me that I had a crappy morning, right? I was late. I forgot my wallet at home. I kind of was, I don't know, a little bit, face was a little bit kind of looking rough, <laughs> a little bit, I'm sure, right? Whatever. I don't know what other people saw, but it was all these things. My circumstances would have told me, you know what? My feelings would have told me, Bobby, you're, you're just a mess. Give up for the day. But I didn't. And I'm like, no. Because this doesn't define it. Sure, maybe I was a little late, but that's not going to ruin my day because my feelings, I'm not led by my feelings. My feelings aren't my Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. They aren't my illuminated path. 
My circumstances aren't controlled by my feelings. And so I showed up, I did my job, smiled, loved those kids well. And even in that, it was a great day. And so we have to understand that we cannot let our feelings tell us how to feel as far as what we do and the choices we make, because that's going to get you in a bad place. If you can learn to say, you know what, I'm sad right now, but I'm not always going to be sad. And so I have to understand how to process this and where to put it so I can get back to my natural state of where I'm supposed to be. Feelings are going to come and go. You're fickle. It's like happiness. I'm happy right now. Well, you're not always going to be happy because things happen, right? Ooh, I like that. You're not always going to be happy because things happen. And so we have to understand that you're not going to live in a constant state of happiness. And there's days I tell kids, like, there's days I get up, guys, I don't feel great every day emotionally and mentally. There's days where I have to get up and I battle thoughts, lies. There's days where I get up and I'm like, oh, man, you know what I mean? But that doesn't change who I am. And that doesn't hinder the process that I've made over the last seven years because I've made my low places higher and I don't stay as long. And so I'm here to urge you today, do not let your feelings be your leader. They're not a good guide. It's not the way you want to go. Sure, they're real. We'll validate them. But what is true about your circumstances? And here's one thing I know. Circumstances are always changing. Variable of change. Circumstances never stay the same. I don't share this story much, but I think this is fitting for this episode. So I'm going to share it years ago. It's about 2015, 16. I was dating someone and I shouldn't have been in the relationship. I'm just going to be honest with you. I wasn't ready and it was birthed out of not great things anyways. And so it just, it was one of those things I just kind of was not even quite a year into what I was doing, actually not even a year into what I was doing as far as speaking and traveling and different things like that. And so there was a big transition that happened in my life, of course, because I came out of treatment in 2015. And so I really should have just focused on myself and really focused on the healing that I needed to do. But I didn't because I still at times back then wanted to do things a little bit more my way than I would have liked to admit. But I was dating this girl and we ended up breaking up. And I'll never forget the night that we did. It was a really hard time for me because to that point, relationships hadn't been a great thing for me. They were always a resemblance of pain. They were always a resemblance of my shortcomings and what I couldn't bring to the table. And, you know, maybe theirs too. I don't know. I'm just speaking on my experience. But it was always a resemblance of just how, honestly, I wasn't good enough the lie that I believe for many years. I don't believe that anymore, but there was a time where I did. And I'll never forget the feeling that I had that night. It was crazy. It was my first instinct. I was super sad and probably a little depressed. And I was like, I need to go get a bottle of whiskey. That was my first thought. I will be completely transparent with you. And then I sat there for a little while and I'm like, but Bobby, if you act right now, if you act on this feeling, everything that you've worked for to this point, which back then, again, it wasn't even a year into this thing, but I was starting something new. It was something special was happening. I didn't even recognize exactly. I mean, I saw it, but and other people were starting to see it, but something special was happening. God was doing something amazing in my life. 
And it was the start of, of everything. And I said, but if you do this, Bobby, if you make this choice right now, it's going to destroy everything that you've worked for to this point. And you've put in some hard work, buddy. And so I sat there even more and I was like, you know what? She may come back tomorrow and say, Bobby, I've made a mistake. I want to be with you or the next week or the next, whatever it is. Like you are going to make a decision because of your feelings right now in this moment. And this circumstance isn't always going to be this way. So do you want to make a decision that's going to set you back even further? Or do you want to press through it and not let your feelings guide you and say, you know what? My circumstances isn't going to always be like this. What am I going to do about it now that can better me and set me up for the bigger picture? By the way, I have a podcast episode coming on the bigger picture. And I made a decision not to do it. I was like, nope, 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 nope. I'm not doing it. And honestly, I pressed in and I went and talked to a friend. And they said, you know what, dude, if you press into the pain and you heal through it, you'll get through it way quicker than you think. And honestly, within the month, I was over it. I pressed into it. I did make the decision to go drink. And what that created was this. It was the first time that I didn't let someone else, their actions control my reactions. And it was also the first time that I did something hard sober. And so I got through that and what it did, it built up a little bit more armor in me and it built up a little more stability and and solidarity in that area. And so the next thing that came, I was able to get through it, even though my feelings didn't tell me I could. And then the next thing that came, I was like, oh, I can get through this because, and then it got easier and easier as I continued to go through things because it was building me up and it was creating a foundation in me that wasn't going to let me be led by my feelings but I made my low places higher and I didn't stay as long. And I knew that my circumstances wasn't the indicator of how far I've come. I want to encourage you all listening to this right now that your feelings and your circumstances aren't necessarily the same thing and your feelings are real. But if you let them guide you, I promise you, you're not going to be excited about the outcome. But if you say, you know what, what do I have to do to get through this? What do I have to do to process this? I'm feeling sad right now. Who do I need to bring into this journey with me? Who do I need to let into the chaos? I'm feeling happy. How do I continue to build on this so I can see more moments of joy, right? Even if I'm feeling down, what can I do? What are the things that I can do to keep me up? But don't think that they're equatable or they're correlated to your circumstances because your circumstances do not determine anything when your feelings because your circumstances they look different okay and so we have to understand as you press through and not led by your feelings what happens is you become more stable emotionally and you're able to build more up and you're able to say you know what my feelings right now they're not going to hold me back and i'm going to push through and that's where you start seeing breakthrough in your life everyone that's where you start saying you know what i can do hard things because i've done hard things If we let our feelings control us, we'll be thrown around like the wind, like a rag doll in the wind. Years ago, I'll never forget it. Back in 2018, I went to Malta 
and I was with a group of people. We did music festival. It was a great time. And we got in the Mediterranean Sea one day, and there was actually this flag up on this building that probably was saying, like, if it's this color flag, you shouldn't be in the water. And we shouldn't have been. It was windy that day, and we're in the sea. And some of us got in. I ended up getting in. But I'll never forget it because the wind, the waves tossed me around back and forth. I'm like, man, I couldn't. And I had to get out because I was just like, and there was rocks by. I was like, man, and I'm a big guy. You that have seen me and know me, you guys know I'm a big guy. But I was no match for the Mediterranean Sea that day. That's what your feelings will do to you if you let them lead you. I love you all. You're going to be okay. We're going to get through this together. Let's keep climbing. There's so much gold and greatness inside of you. You all have worth and value. You're all going to change the world. Just know that you're capable. That's all I got for you. I'll see you next time.